Welcome to the Chicago Golf Report Podcast, brought to you by ChicagoGolfReport.com, covering everything golf in Chicago. Our guest this episode is Scott W.R. Nye, the CEO and president of Tourbound Golf Academy. You can learn more about the Tourbound Golf Robot at TourboundGolfAcademy.com. So thanks for joining me. Um, I thought it would be a good thing to, before we start talking about the golf robot, to maybe get a little bit uh, on your background and kind of uh, where you're coming from and, and how you got into the golf business. Okay. Uh, well, I started um, golfing with my father and grandfather when I was uh, about six years old back in Illinois at... Um, White Pines Golf Course and uh, Old Orchard Country Club in Mount Prospect. And uh, then from there, I just kind of got into every sport possible. But I uh, kept on kept on practicing golf. And then I ended up caddying at uh, Inverness Country Club to, uh, to help pay for my college. And um, bas- basically, I wanted to be either a professional baseball player or football player. And... Um, I kind of uh, went to football to try and prove people wrong and um, and actually made it on, uh, on um, Harper College Community College football team, but never really got a chance to play. And the whole time I was still practicing, and pros were saying, hey, you should stick to golf, blah, 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 all that. Um, make a long story short, I turned down a scholarship, thought I was really good, went to Arizona, tried to get on the ASU's golf team, and um, I wasn't as good as I thought. So uh, I took a uh, assistance position at ASU, and uh, basically from there, that's what's uh, kick-started me off in, uh, in the PGA program. I actually was in the PGA. I started in the PGA at, uh, in Illinois at Rob Roy Golf Course, and then I uh, went from Rob Roy when the pro left there, went from there to Chevy Chase, um, and then the pro from Chevy Chase left, and I went to Marriott Lincolnshire, and then um, and actually from Marriott Lincolnshire, that's uh, that's where I went to uh, ASU. So there's uh, actually, and then uh, if if you want, I can tell you the even even more to that. It's a pretty pretty detailed story. Yeah, no, I I think it's great because I think you are a uh, kind of a, I would say almost a rare but a very unique local grown you know golf uh, personality. Somebody who's like you said, you know, you learned it from your family, kind of grew and went to all these different places, left the the state, you know, kind of learned where you're at, and then so then when did you kind of get the idea that um, you know that you know, you mentioned about uh, Rob Roy starting there. Um, when did it start to feel like that you enjoyed teaching the game of golf? Well, okay, so I've always, all, even right now, <laughs> I've always wanted to be on tour. And um, so I've played in some tour events. I've, play, I've played in every tour that you can possibly think of around the world. Um, so the... The entire time while I was um, in the golf industry, uh, my goal was to play for a living. And it would it would basically be I would work and uh, save money or get sponsors and then go play. Um, and then, you know, I, I've become super lucky meeting so many different people um, from, 
so many walks of life and businesses. Um, you know, it's great. I can go anywhere around the world and call somebody and um, play some golf, have some dinner, have a great conversation. But um, I, I noticed that, especially when I moved to Arizona and I'm playing with guys that have been on tour and now they're on the mini tours, and I'm playing with these guys and I'm going, I can't believe you're not on tour. These guys hit it like a frozen rope. And I think I'm good. I'm hitting it all over the place, just just getting up and down. So being in Arizona really showed me the level of players that are really out there. And um, so, you know, to answer your question, how did I know that I, I like teaching as well? Um, in college, I took one of those tests that, that basically said, hey, I, I would be a really good teacher. What I would be a good teacher at, who knows? <laughs> but um, I I don't know. I, I guess because I'm a people pleaser, and um, it's I, I know how difficult, I know how many hours I've put into this and um, other golf professionals have put into trying to uh, play for a living. And, you know, it's these people that are CEOs and run these businesses and just have just whatever regular jobs in life that love the game of golf, it's it's the most difficult sport in the world, I would say, to, to learn and or become really, really good at without proper practice. So it's, um, I've learned ways to teach, and I've been to, I mean, I've been to Harmon, I've been to Haney, I've been to Oldfield, I've been to... Paul Pritzer, Rick Smith, um, Sean Foley, I, Dave Pelz. I've been to them all to learn for my game, but to pass on to other people because, uh, you know, the people I, not everybody gets the opportunities that I get to see these, these awesome, knowledgeable teachers. So, and um, I can get people that sit at a desk or work 40, 50, 60 hours a week to enjoy the game to the best of their ability that one day a week that they get to play because of all this um, knowledge I've learned from other pros and all the time I've put into it myself. Um, and, and, you know, that, that kind of leads into the robot. You know, that's what's great about the robot. You know, we, we can get to the robot later, but... Um, yeah, no, I think it, this is a this is a perfect time to lead into it because I was thinking, you know, you've had all this experience as a player, you know, so passionate about the game, and then you meet all these people and take all these lessons, meet these great guys, and so you've almost had like dual careers paths going at the same time in parallel, you know, as a player, as a coach, and then you decide to take on a third career path, you know, get involved in the robot. So why don't you tell us about how, you know, the genesis of the robot and, you know, how you got involved and where it came from. Okay, so while, let's see, while I was, you know, really I was always trying to play for a living while I was teaching, but um, this this was going on while I was teaching. I was at the, the 2005 PGA show um, with the director of golf from White Pines Golf Course, actually, and I had already looked at all the, the training aids for teaching, Basically every day, it's a small area, and it's the, usually the, the same stuff. And um, Jason was looking at golf cars, 
and I was just kind of waiting for him, and then we were leaving, and I look over, and I see this contraption. So I go over there, and um, I meet the uh, inventor and one of the golf pros, and the, the robot was there, but it was a prototype, and it wasn't working. So um, they invited me to Germany. So a month later, I went to Germany, took a look at it, worked on it, and, um, you know, I mentioned to them, hey, it needs a little bit of this. We need some video video feedback so people can see what they're doing while they're, they're feeling what they're doing. And uh, basically from there, we've, we've been partners working on it. Um, but at that same time, I was still just teaching focused on playing. Uh, I, you know, I wanted to get the robot over to the States for teaching, but I also wanted to get it over so I can train on it to, uh, to, to get on tour. But uh, basically what I did every year was take students over to Germany and I would go over there and train on it the whole time working towards this new prototype that we have here at Pebble Beach. Um, so now we have, we have robots in the States. Uh, I brought a robot to the Chicago Academy that you've been on. Mm-hmm. Brought one there. Um, it has to be going on three years now. So that, that's the first robot in the States. And then from there, I brought in our new prototype, which has gone from, um, we had it at Hank Haney's, where we did a teacher with it. We had it at um, the Ryder Cup at Medina. Um, We've had it at the AT&T Pebble Beach um, Pro-Am this year. We've had it at the Nature Valley First Tee Open here at Pebble Beach. Um, then I have another robot at Del Mar Country Club in Carlsbad, California. I have a robot in Seattle at, um, at, at a golf pro's, um, actually it's at his house right now, waiting to be moved to the academy. Mm-hmm. So where we are here, with the robots, we're building 10 new style robots. We have um, um, five that are going to facilities and five that are in um, negotiations. And if we could take a step back then, for people who aren't familiar with the robot, can you kind of give an overview of uh, basically what it is and uh, you know how you use it to improve uh, somebody's golf swing? Okay. So the robotic swing trainer, basically what we do, the, uh, a typical lesson is you come in, we do some before video, like a traditional lesson, and then we program the robot accordingly to fault correct your swing. So let's just take the, the normal student who, or high handicapper who's over the top, which means they're over the top of the swing plane. We would put them on a Jim Furyk type swing or um, some type of in-to-out swing for them to feel on the robot. So while they're holding, they're holding the golf club, the robot is moving them through positions, um, either step-by-step step or in a full swing. And we can do super slow motion or we can do almost full speed. Now, we don't teach in full speed um, until we're getting to the point where we're looking for distance because um, the brain just can't accept speed. It'd be like throwing somebody on the expressway who doesn't know how to uh, drive a car. But So then it's all about repetition. It's uh, perfect practice. You don't need a ball for perfect practice because you're doing 
exactly what we're trying to get you to feel over and over again. So it's um, it's it's a type of muscle memory. So you're you're looking in the monitor. Um, you're getting affirmation that hey yeah this is perfect or it's not perfect but it's where where I need to be in my swing and then you do as many swings as your body will let you while the pros making sure that your body is moving properly you're maintaining your spine angle shifting your weight um, squaring up the club face and um, and then as soon as you get off the robot we don't let you take any practice swings set up right to the ball towards the target and no swing thoughts and you just swing so at the beginning we just want people to swing at the target and play golf and not think golf swing because on the robot that's where they're thinking golf swing that's their practice it's perfect practice so eventually eventually when they leave the lesson that's when we say hey this is what we want you to think of. You know, what were you thinking about on the robot? What did you feel? You know, okay. So, yes, some of that, what you felt on the robot is correct, but some is incorrect because feel and real are two different things. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, and I was just going to talk about that, too. I think, you know, when I took uh, my lessons on the robot, that was, that was a unique part of it was that we were, it was feel-based, and then I think that disclaimer that you put in, feel and real, are, are two different things are are definitely very valid because, you know, I've taken a ton of lessons in my life and you always think you're doing something and you're, you may not be. Um, but the other component of it is the repetition. So it's a completely different way of of learning the game in, versus like a traditional, say, positions-based uh, way to do it. Well, and, and I know you've had huge success with people I believe you showed me a couple people that who'd never swung before, and you were able to teach them the game pretty quickly. Was that correct? Yes. Yeah. You know the 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 really um, well. It, every day it's just it's gets better and better. But during the senior tour event here at Pebble Beach, just having the tour players on it and getting their feedback and confirmation that you know these guys on the senior tour. These are, these are the guys that I want on the robot. These guys have seen it all. They've seen every training aid. They've tried every trick. They've went to every golf pro. And these are the journeyman pros. So having Tom Kite, Bruce Fleischer, Johnny Miller, Jay Haas. Bruce, so Bruce Fleischer gets on the robot. And I start him off with just a short, neutral um, swing, perfectly plain. And then I, he asked to get on a longer one. I put him on a longer one. And he goes, he goes, oh, man, everything feels the same in my swing except for here at the top. And so then I pull up a video of his swing, and I go, I go, yeah, this is why, because this is where you are at the top, and this is perfect. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I know. I'm looking in the monitor, and I see it's absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's um, – the same thing with Johnny Miller. Uh, so I put Johnny Miller on just a short pitch swing that was perfectly plain. And actually, Tom Kite was on, and and kind of um, um, made it more personal for Tom's swing, what he likes to feel on his swing. So I put Johnny Miller on it, and first move back on the takeaway, Johnny goes, "Whoa, isn't that way inside?" 
I go, I go, no, look at the monitor. I, I said, here's, I drew the plane line. I go, no, it's, it's perfectly plain. I said, do you want me to change it? I can, I can put it in any position you want, Johnny. He goes, no, 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 leave it. Maybe I need to be there. <laughs> wow. I said, well, I said, I don't know, Johnny. You, <laughs> I'll let you tell me that. But um, yeah, so it's, it's, look, you can hit balls, and I'm sure you have. Like everybody else, you can go to the practice tee and beat balls to your bull in the face. It will not make you a tour player. Now, if you practice properly like a tour player, then, yeah, possibly. You know, so all, all we're doing with the robot is, even though it is, and everybody's a feel player. We all have feelings. Um, you know, some have more than others. But if you... You know, you can still practice positions with the robot. Um, one of the other training um, types we do is we have people set up with their golf club underneath the robot and in slow motion and positions have them trace the robot while they're looking in the monitor. Hmm. You know, but um, so it's, it's repetition, repetition, repetition. So uh, you have a terrific facility for people in the Chicagoland area where they could uh, experience the robot. Do you, uh, like, is there typically a type of player that you work with, or do you work with all skill levels? So high to low, you know, does it matter? No, all skill levels. Mm-hmm. All skill levels. And do and you have, um, like, for say, for example, somebody wants to learn the game of golf, and, you know, they've, they've played just sparingly in their life. Is there typically like a program that you would work with them on, or um, how do you kind of approach it? So if somebody was interested in trying, you know, to experience the golf robot, what would you suggest? Uh, well, since nobody, nobody knows what a golf robot is, <laughs> we, um, we always like them to come in and get a demo or give it a, give it a try. And uh, just so just so they get the idea of how the lesson is, um, because I, it's you know so just like traditional teaching, uh, so it's basically been just words and books and pictures, and then it's gone to video, and um, you know so video has helped change uh, how golf uh, players are getting better, but but really. Um, students are not getting better, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'd like them to come in because the video that goes, people are like, oh, I didn't know what you were talking about. A lot of people see the video and they think that they're swinging the robot. They don't understand that the robot is moving them, you know. So the the best way is to come experience it to get that, oh, aha. I mean, I still re- you know, Walter, I still remember you asking me while you were on the robot, hey, how many swings does it typically take um, for a change? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't answer you. And after 10 swings, we went back into the practice bay, and you took a swing, right? And I said, ah, about 10. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, um, yeah, it's just, I, I had a couple of Canadian guys on the robot yesterday, and then, um, and then had to play with them. And this guy, <laughs> this guy, almost every hole and at dinner just kept saying, you know, mentioning the robot. Oh, that's my robot swinger. You're swinging like a robot. Or, I mean, it's, uh, it's 
it's um, it's simple, and it, it actually works. It's something now in the golf learning that works. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can do putting, uh, chipping, pitching, full swing. So, you know, typically, so to get back to your question, it's uh, everybody has a busy schedule, so it's just it's based on just a schedule. I mean, my guys are there from morning morning till evening, and uh, you know we're just looking to help students and grow the game of golf. And now, now we have a way to get people better faster and move on to the next student. You know, because 50% of all golfers supposedly by the USGA that that get in the golf every year, there's 50% that get out every year, and that's because the game's, you know, too difficult and costs so much money. This has been the Chicago Golf Report podcast. Visit chicagogolfreport.com right now for exclusive discount offers, Chicago golf news, and in-depth event listings.